morning, and thank you for joining me once again. And uh, if you've got a Bible there handy, we're going to very quickly get into Ephesians chapter 2, uh, looking at the second part of verse 3. We'll read verses 1 through 3 uh, once again. And uh, we certainly have uh, spent uh, a fair amount of time uh, in Paul's very uh, descriptive and very specific uh, analysis of the uh, unbelieving realm, the unbelieving condition. And it is not uh, a very pretty picture at all. And I, I would say that every true believer uh, can look at these verses and go, yeah, that's exactly who I was. Uh, no matter how moral you thought yourself to be, no matter how good you, uh, you or others thought you were, uh, uh, the believer, uh, as their minds are illuminated uh, by the work of the Holy Spirit, uh, they can look back and say, yes, th these things are true. No, I may not have been an immoral person. No, I may not have been an abuser of substances. But yes, I lived uh, for my unique way of rebelling against God. And so Paul calls upon us to think about these things. And so in verse 1 we read, and you were dead in the trespasses and sin in which you once walked following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind. Uh, that verse closes with a couple of interesting phrases. Uh, the unbeliever is by definition and by nature a child of wrath. That is, that it would be, uh, the, the, the reality is that they are liable uh, to the holy and just wrath of God, that it is fitting that the unbeliever re receive the wrath of God because, again, they have violated uh, the will, the, the character, uh, the, the Word of God. And so uh, uh, it is a good thing for a holy God uh, to demand uh, that uh, sin be, be condemned, that sin be judged. And so the very nature of our identity as, again, sons of this age, uh, uh, those that participate in the spirit of, uh, of disobedience, the, the spirit of the prince of the power of the air, the very nature of that demands wrath, okay? And so uh, we are, uh, in, the, in our unbelieving state, we are children of wrath, and it's like the rest of mankind. And so... It is sobering when we think of, of humanity and um, uh, that they are liable to the wrath of God, that if they are unbelievers, they are children of wrath, they are uh, adherents to and participants in and advocates of uh, a fallen world of order that is under the, the reign of Satan him, himself. Uh, uh, but that is true. That's where, that's where fallen humanity uh, resides. And so uh, there is a sobriety that when we look at the world uh, that uh, invokes uh, a type of compassion that, that indeed uh, uh, they are trapped, but they're trapped of their own devices. Uh, they're, they're, they're willingly trapped. 
and they remain trapped because they have uh, no ability nor any desire to be untrapped. Uh, they, they, they like living according to the dictates of, of their own uh, flesh. And so, um, uh, so all of mankind uh, is in this realm. And so uh, as we look at the rest of mankind, uh, we shouldn't be surprised at the way that, that, their, uh, that their sinful attitudes, their rebellion is manifested. Uh, that should never be a shocking thing uh, in, in, in the sense of uh, uh, unbelievers are, are capable of, of, of most anything in their unbelief. And uh, we should also look with great compassion. Again, that's the way we would be, except for the grace of God, and how they need uh, the gospel of Jesus Christ. The only thing that will deliver them uh, from this realm of sin and death is the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so uh, until uh, that bondage uh, to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit of this age, the God of this world, until that is broken, um, uh, they will continue uh, to advance the cause of, of Satan and they will do it uh, in good company. They, they will uh, the unbelieving world will celebrate together uh, the, the great victories of uh, their unbelief and their godless uh, agenda. And it shouldn't uh, take uh, a lot of discernment to look, particularly uh, in, in the realm of moral behavior, and you see uh, what uh, is not only not condemned, but it's also celebrated as a virtue. All types of perverse behaviors uh, that are offensive and uh, an, uh, certainly an offense to God and, and a threat uh, to uh, human stability and human flourishing. And so uh, that is where the unbelieving world resides and they are pleased to be there. And they are there uh, because of their own uh, sinfulness and what they need is the gospel of Jesus Christ. What we have received is the gospel of Jesus Christ that we can look back and say, yes, indeed, except for the grace of God, I would be participating in the same evil things that I once was and that the unbelieving world is still embracing and celebrating. And so uh, I pray that this is a blessing to your day and I'll look forward uh, to seeing you once again tomorrow.